Welcome to the Golden Bro Awards, recognizing 2018's best and brightest. Here are your hosts, Michael, Ryan, and Trey Newman. Thank you very much, Sarah, and welcome everyone to the second annual Golden Bro Awards. I am your host, Michael Newman, and I'm joined by my first co-host, who is wearing a fabulous bespoke Tom Ford tuxedo. Sure, yeah. I look great, don't I, Mike? Thank you. Fantastic. This is uh, Ryan Newman. Yeah, thanks. And I'm joined by the other co-host, who looks absolutely stunning in his silk chiffon dress by Versace. (laughs) No, that's not what I'm wearing. Trey Newman is not wearing that. Trey, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. (laughs) It looks lovely. And before we get to the awards, though, uh, we want to announce our ESPN Bowl Mania pool. It's the same group name as last year. It's College Football Bros Pod. And we will post a link uh, on our Twitter at CFB Bros, on our Facebook, facebook.com slash college football bros, and our Instagram at college football bros. So check out any of those places to see how to join the league. It's a public league, so no password needed. And of course, it is a confidence pool. Does that sound good to you guys? Yeah, I like the confidence pool. It's fun. All right. Well, it's a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a great uh, endorsement by Ryan. Yeah, it's okay. And the winner of the pool gets a College Football Bros t-shirt. Nice. Very nice. But we're ineligible for that. We are. You already have a t-shirt. That's true. Could always okay. use another one. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, on to the Golden Bros. So the way we determined these was... All three of us submitted a top three list for each award. You get three points for a first place vote, two for second. Ryan, how many for third? Um, That would be one, Michael. Good job, Ryan. (laughs) If there is a tie, whoever got the most first place votes wins. And we did not discuss these at all, right? No group think going on here? Not at all. No, we don't talk to each other very much, just on the pod. (laughs) So True. And text and text. That's true. Okay, well, let's uh, get right into the first award. Which team had the nation's best offense? Okay, well, for me, this one was just a no-brainer. It was an obvious clear number one, OU, 8.7 yards per play. I mean, that's even better than last year that they went 8.44 and were by far the best in the nation. So nobody else had over eight. I mean, they were averaging more than a, a yard pretty much per play than everybody it was just clear number one no doubt yeah i think maybe it's a little bit closer in my opinion to what you're saying there i think alabama i thought about it for like two seconds but i also (laughs) went with oklahoma massey peabody has them three points better than alabama wow yeah i went with oklahoma too just because they they also statistically yes they pass but they also pass the quote-unquote eye test because it just seems like every time i was watching them you were pretty confident that they were going to score or at least move the ball down the field. So, yeah, they this they have an argument for the best offense ever. Like they're up there for sure. Yeah. Behind these two, I mean, Alabama and OU were the clear top 2. Mm-hmm. But then like who then it kind of gets dicey. You could kind of put almost whoever you want. There's Clemson maybe. I put Clemson. Ohio State, Georgia was pretty efficient. What did you have third on your ballot? I had Georgia. Trey? I had Ohio State. Okay, we kind of covered all bases there. Yeah. UCF, you, you know. Eh, eh, mm-hmm. eh, eh, mm-hmm. eh. Okay. Who did you have? I already said Clemson. Oh, sorry. 
<laughs> it's okay. I've kind of been tuning you out so far today. Oh, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to the winner. The Golden Bro for best offense goes to Oklahoma. Yeah, not much suspense there. Which team had the nation's best defense? So I went here with Mississippi State. Ooh, uh, Bob yeah. Shoup did an amazing job. Wow. They only gave they only gave up twelve touchdowns all year, which the next best was nineteen, and it and they were playing in the SEC. And they led the nation in scoring defense. They only give up twelve points a game, and considering that their offense wasn't that wasn't that dominant, they weren't always given these long rests. So they played a solid schedule. I thought that was impressive. Yeah, no, I mean that's. It's a gutsy pick. I feel like you didn't sell that enough when you when you first said it. You're like, ah, I just went with Mississippi State. You know, yeah. that's that's a bombshell there. Um, but I I did have them third, so I thought they were they were pretty close. But I went with Clemson. If it wasn't for Michigan's game against Ohio State, I might have had Michigan number one because they were they were great at every level of the defense. But that game actually dropped them off the ballot for me. Um, Clemson, even though the secondary struggled at times, they still had the number one S&P plus defense, number one in Massey Peabody. They were, you know, they lived up to the hype. Yeah, I got to agree with Michael there. I actually had, I had Clemson number one also, and then I had the Mississippi State at, at number three. Um, Clemson, they were first in the nation in yards per play, just 4.08. I mean, that's just ridiculous. They had 46 sacks, second in the nation. And you know they were just talented as crazy on that D line, so they were, they, were, they I think they were the best. It's crazy how close Alabama came for me to being the top defense this year. Because before the year, don't go back and listen to the preview episodes because I was like chicken run, sky is falling with uh with the Alabama secondary. Yeah, you really didn't like the secondary. No, but turned out okay. Yeah, they were number two for me. The Golden Bro for best defense goes to Clemson. You guys are wrong. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, wrong. Mississippi State's not a bad pick, you know, but they did have a no, ball it, control. That's because offense. it was the right pick. <laughs> I, I I almost agree, Trey. I'm I'm kind of regretting because if you don't include priors, which I don't think you should in an award like this, they might have been number one in Massey Peabody. So I eh, it's eh, good eh, argument. Eh, eh. Mm. Okay, next award. Which team had the best offensive big uglies? So for this one, I think injuries may have cost Georgia on this one. They had an amazing O-line, but just kind of too many guys getting nicked up, a little bit too much youth. So it came down to Alabama and Oklahoma for me. And basically, I flipped a coin in my head because it was really difficult. Uh, both Tua and Kyler had so many highlights where they're just standing in the in the backfield for like 10 seconds with nobody rushing them. But I went with OU, number one in rushing S&P+. Plus, five likely NFL draft picks on the line and their center Creed Humphrey. I, I heard this over the weekend. Uh, Lincoln Riley. I think it was Chris Fowler who said Lincoln Riley said that Creed Humphrey was maybe the best he's ever been around. That's a big statement right there. I know. Wow. I know. They've had some great players. So that was like hearsay within hearsay there that I think I remember somebody saying, but just go with it. Yeah, I will. Um, I actually, I'm agreeing with you on this one, Mike. Oh, you, I mean, they were the best offense in the nation for a reason. Great offensive line. Yes, Kyler Murray is great, but, you know, it's that offensive line that really makes that team go. And they were losing running backs left and right this year. And, but it seemed like no matter who they put in, they were having huge games. Yeah. Um, so that's just, that's just 
a great a, a huge sign of a great great offensive line and Bobby Evans, Cody Ford, they're just all the way down the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I clean sweep Oklahoma. I mean, they were second in the country, averaging six, over six and a half yards per carry. Um, I went a little bit, you know, off the radar. Not well, not off the radar, but it didn't sound like you guys had them. But I, I put Wisconsin at number two, and you know, they didn't have a great offense this year, but. We we saw their quarterback play was pretty pathetic, but Jonathan Taylor <laughs> still had a great season. And, and Wisconsin, it's just it's just what they do. They obviously just churn out good offensive line play. But uh, but Oklahoma clean sweep for us. Yep, yep. The Golden Bro for the best offensive big uglies goes to Oklahoma. So through three awards right now, we've got best offense. Obviously, Oklahoma won. They also won last year. Best defense, Clemson won. Clemson also the best defense last year. And then offensive line, Oklahoma won it last year. So the more things change, the more they stay the same. Wow. We could have just played last year's Golden Bros Award. We show. should we should have. We didn't yeah. even need to do this over <laughs> no. again. Yeah. Uh, I've got a feeling that this next award might also be a repeat. Which team had the best defensive big uglies? I got a feeling... Yeah, this one is a pretty clear-cut choice for me. Clemson, first in the nation, rushing yards per attempt at just 2.4. So that defensive line, even though they were getting to the quarterback, they were with 46 sacks, they were stopping the run, they were doing everything. Christian Wilkins, Dexter Lawrence, Cleveland Farrell, they were uh, they were dominant as expected. Yeah, no, I, I went with Clemson uh, as well, just like for all the points you said. But I wasn't, it wasn't like a clear runaway because Alabama, I – Quinn Williams and Isaiah Bugs, they kind of led that crew. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we saw that Williams even got some Heisman, Heisman love. And in, in his last five games, he had six and a half sacks and the team was a force. And I went third with surprising Michigan State. They only gave up 81 rushing yards per game and they easily led the nation there. So that was my ballot. Yeah, I thought about that. Kenny Willekes, Trey, your team, Mississippi State, they were third on my ballot. Mine, mine too. Uh, Montez okay. Sweat, yeah. Jeffrey Simmons, both potential first round picks. So yeah, uh, a lot of good choices, but the clear winner. The Golden Bro for the best defensive big uglies goes to Clemson. All right, hopefully this next award will be different. Who is 2018's surprise team? Okay, I went... With Wazoo, Washington State here, Leach just continued his wizardry. Minshew was going to be a backup at Alabama so he could start coaching, and then he became the best offensive story of this season, arguably. Uh, And not to mention the expectation by the the fans, the media, Vegas, were minimal, and they ended up ten and two. College football bros. Yeah, exactly. They ended up ten and two, and you know if it wasn't for the snow in Pullman during the Apple Cup, they might have been eleven and one or and Pac twelve champs. So yeah. I went with the Wazoo there. I also gave a nod to Kentucky and Florida, but Wazoo was my team. Ooh, Florida. All right. Yeah, Florida was is a candidate for sure. Uh, but I, my number one was also Wazoo um, for all the reasons you said. My number, Also, my number two was Kentucky. Um, but my number three was Cincinnati. They had a That's good one. Their win, their win total was just four going into the year, and they went 10 and two. I mean, that's a huge, uh, you know, they difference there. <laughs> They, Luke Fickle did a great job. Yeah. I had Washington State, then Kentucky, and then Syracuse. Yeah. Dino Babers yeah. did an amazing yeah. job. Their win total before the year, five and a half. And of course, they went nine and three. So, yeah, very good. 
Uh, honorable mentions to Buffalo, uh, Louisiana with Billy Napier, and sure. Temple with Jeff Collins. Yeah. The Golden Bro for the 2018 Surprise Team goes to Washington State. All right, Cougs. Who deserves the Lou Broza Award for the nation's best kicker? I am going with Cole Tracy from LSU. You would. Formerly from? Assumption College. There you go. Uh, came down to him and Andre Schmidt to me of Syracuse. They both missed four field goals on the year, but all of Schmidt's were missed from 46 yards and in, and Tracy only missed one from inside that range. So that's why I gave it to him. I went with Schmidt just because 28 field goals, first of all, is amazing. And and he was three for three over 50 yards. Um, and then I also had Cooper Roth at second from Wyoming. He led the nation in field goal percentage. And I just think that's not a ton of kicks, but it's impressive because kicking in Laramie and some of the other Mountain West schools in October and November is not easy. Yeah, I agree with you, Trey. Uh, well, about Cooper Roth, I put him number one just because of he. Oh, nice. He, he did lead the nation in field goal percentage, sixteen of seventeen, so ninety-four percent, and he had a long of fifty-one. So I think he's he's very deserving of that. And then I had I also had Schmidt and uh, Tracy to round out my top three. The Golden Bro for the Lou Broza Award goes to Andre Schmidt. Schmidt happens. <laughs> All right. What is next, Sarah? Who is 2018's breakout player? All right. Um, I went with Kyler Murray, the Heisman Trophy winner. Of course. Uh, yeah, of course. Who cares about the Heisman, by the way? We got the Heis Bro coming up later. Yeah, good point. Um, I mean, we we all kind of knew he was going to probably be a pretty darn good player, but I don't think any of us expected him to be better than Baker. No. And that's what he was. So, I mean, we anticipated a good year, but wow, he was on another level. And then um, for me, my number three, I'll just say, is uh, I put Gardner Minshew. He really okay. kind of captured the nation's uh, attention there. And it's hard to do that in Pullman, but especially with the stash, I feel like that really yeah. added to his fame. Well, who did you have number two? You skipped two. Well, Haskins. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair. Yeah, fair. I call yeah. it a. He had a mini thought, breakout against Michigan last year. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, but I I also went with Kyler Murray, and the big reason I like with breakout player, I like going with a guy who's been around and then suddenly has a great year. You know, because Kyler Murray, of course, struggled his first year at A and M, and then only threw twenty one passes last year. So, like you said, Ryan, we we really had no idea what to expect from him, but no. He killed it. I went, I put Garner Minshew at the top, the mustache man. I, it was nice. just a fun season. Great to watch him. Number two, I put Rondell Moore. Um, it's a good one. Just, he just, obviously he was a freshman, but he just, obviously he came out of nowhere and he was a fun player to watch. Brom used him well and he broke out on, on big stages, especially in the one against Ohio State. So, uh, so those were the, my top two guys. I'm sure we all considered Quinn and Williams and, Tylen Wallace, Oklahoma State yeah. wide receiver, is another good one. Sure. But who won, Sarah? The Golden Bro for breakout player goes to Kyler Murray. It's the OU show. It, it really is. It really is. Offensive. Uh, well, this next one, they will definitely not win. It's a defensive award. <laughs> yeah. Who deserves the Chuck Brodnarik Award for the nation's top defensive player? So I went with Josh Allen of Kentucky. Wow. He wasn't really on, on many 
preseason lists, or at least at the top, and he led the Stout Kentucky defense to a top 20 season. As a linebacker, he had 14 sacks, forced five fumbles, numerous pass deflections, but he was a he was a tackle machine also. So he was just an, a huge impact player. And then I also put Quinnen Williams, just like I mentioned before, he got some Heisman love and he was dominant down the stretch. Yeah, I also went with Josh Allen. Yeah, you mentioned the 14 sacks. That's three more than any other Power 5 player. He was the highest graded pass rusher, according to Pro Football Focus. So had to go with him. Also, I had third Sutton Smith from Northern Illinois. Oh, you stole mine. I was, well, we got to give him some love. Again, led the nation in sacks again. He's a monster. I, yeah, I know. Um, I went with, with Quinn and Williams, number one. Uh, he was He was awesome. 18 tackles for loss, eight sacks. I mean, that's just unreal from an interior D-line. Uh, Josh Allen was my number two. And then I I also had Sutton Smith, number three. Um, he upped his sack total from last year. Um, he had 15 this year, 24 and a half tackles for loss, even forced four fumbles. So he he led that team to the MAC title. How about DeAndre Baker from Georgia, their corner? Didn't give up a touchdown the last two seasons. That's pretty crazy. Neither did I. Oh, touche. <laughs> maybe you won let's check it out yeah the golden bro for the chuck Brodnarik award goes to josh allen who deserves the davy bro brian award for the nation's top quarterback so i went a little different with this one um i went with the guy who had the most yards per drop back in college football history at 11.1 guy by the name of kyler murray don't Whoa. know if we mentioned him yet Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Kyler Murray, over 4,000 yards passing, 40 TDs. Um, and then he had, he almost had 900 yards rushing too. So, uh, nobody was better. Yep. Kyler clean sweep. The one thing I did, I, I've been talking about Minshew a lot. I, I put him on my ballot, but when I was looking at his stats, it's pretty amazing. He had, he was over 70%, uh, completion percentage. And that's pretty amazing considering he threw 50 or more passes in every game but two. So he was on point. That's the leech offense, just uh, short intermediate throws, high completion percentage. But he was amazing. I think we'd be remiss if we didn't at least, at least mention. Tua. 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 Yeah. Tua, Tua was the number two. The thing was, yeah, those two guys were both pretty much perfect this year. And then in one game, Tua wasn't perfect. So... That's why he lost it. And yet, Dwayne Haskins, he was probably a clear number three, completed 70% of his passes, 4,500 4, passing yards, 47 touchdowns. Like, he Yeah, was that's rough. But he you look unreal. at the yards per attempt, and it's he's well below the yeah. other guys. Yeah. Still a great year. The Golden Bro for the Davey Bro Brian Award goes to Kyler Murray. Okay, what's the next award? Who deserves the golden bro for the nation's top running back? All right. So for me here, I went a little outside of uh, who we've been talking about, which is good. Daryl Henderson from Memphis. Uh, he rushed for over 1,900 yards. He led the nation in yards per, per attempt with 8.9 and tied for first with 22 rushing touchdowns. Um, and then he had 300 yards receiving and uh, three touchdowns through the air. So uh, he was awesome. And then... Uh, we already mentioned Jonathan Taylor for he was he was number three, but a close number two for me was uh, ETN. I had the exact same ballot as you. <laughs> I yeah we we all had the same three guys. Uh, I did want to make a point about uh, 
Henderson. He was second in the nation in rushing, and that's pretty crazy because he pretty much split carries with Patrick Taylor. Yeah, that's and, a good point. I mean, and he didn't, so he didn't even get the full workload, so he could have he could have gone well over two thousand yards. But uh, but yeah, we had the similar ballots, boys. The golden bro for the nation's top running back goes to Daryl Henderson. All right, let's move on to what I thought was the toughest decision of all of these. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Who deserves the Bro Litnikoff Award for the nation's top receiver? So I went more on the statistical route here. I put Andy Isabella of UMass up top. Wow. He had the most he had the most receiving yards in the country by almost 300 yards. And not to mention UMass wasn't a really great team this year. He he had one of the best games of the season for any position when he had 303 yards receiving on only 9 catches versus Liberty. Uh, so he was just a pass gobbler. Uh, he was unbelievable. And then the other guy who we briefly mentioned. <laughs> I'm sorry, a pass gobbler. I like that. I had <laughs> yeah. I had to take the uh, the turkey sound effect off my soundboard to fit in oh. all these <laughs> all these voiceovers from Sarah. But I would have played it right there. <laughs> the, <laughs> thank you. That was pretty good. That was good. Thank you. The other guy I did want to bring up was Tylen Wallace. He uh, he was third in the nation in receiving, but more importantly, he played really well in their biggest games. He his stat lines were nearly identical in their biggest games versus Texas and Oklahoma, where he had over 200 yards receiving and a couple scores. So he was also on my ballot. Yeah, those are, those are some good ones. Uh, this was tough. I mean, you could have told me about 15 guys, and I would have said, okay, I can I can buy that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I went with AJ Brown. As my number one, I know Ole Miss sucked, but uh, well, they weren't they weren't too bad. I shouldn't. I, that was a, that's a little harsh. That they was were, that was harsh. Yeah, that they was were very okay. harsh. They were okay. Uh, Eighty five catches for over thirteen hundred yards. Um, he was constantly facing double teams too, um, but he still put up huge numbers in a tough conference. Uh, my number two was Hakeem Butler. Um, wow, for Iowa State. He had 51 catches, so not a ton, but he had a, over eleven hundred rece- yards receiving, which is over twenty two yards. Per, per catch that's huge um and of the top 25 receiving leaders the next highest yards per catch average was 18.7 so he was more than like three and a half yards so he was just a big play machine um and then i rounded it out with jerry judy you know he was big time for for ou or for uh, alabama so okay uh, i agreed with trey i went with andy isabella as well uh, he was on the College Football Bros radar this year because he was our Man Crush Monday, Trey, for that performance you talked about. That's right. That's right. And one more game I want to bring up of his against Georgia, of course, their toughest opponent, 15 catches, 219 yards, and two touchdowns. Wow. And that was all uh, against DeAndre Baker. Yeah, sure. Right, yeah. right. Naturally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Maybe, maybe I made up the last part. Who are your, who are your others, Mike? Uh, I had Rondell Moore, number two. Yeah, just because really that offense didn't have a lot of other weapons, and so he had over a hundred catches. So that was yeah, the yeah. volume of catches was great. He was their whole offense, kind of. Yeah, and then I had uh, Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, number three. Okay, yeah, that's good. The Golden Bro for the Bro Litnikoff Award goes to Andy Isabella. Who would have thought UMass would have won an award? Who deserves the Frank Broyles Award for the nation's top assistant coach? So, Trey, I think you're going to be very happy with my choice here. I went with Bob Shoup, defensive yes, coordinator. Yes, thank you. Yep, defensive coordinator for Mississippi State. Last year, their defense was 
21st in Massey Peabody, this year third. Wow. And like you said, Trey, their offense was so bad that you would think that would make things harder on a defense, but obviously it didn't seem to affect them too much. They only allowed 20 points twice. One was against Alabama, which giving up 24 points to Alabama is pretty dang good. Very good, yeah. And the other was against Kentucky, which is not good, but Mississippi State's offense that game was pathetic. A ton of three and outs, ton of short fields, so... They were, yeah, they were pretty much, they were unimpeachable this year. They were great. Yep. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i glad you you came around because they, they clearly deserved the best defense. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, so, maybe, maybe. No, I know, I know. But yeah, I had Bob Shoup uh, at the top as well for everything I said earlier. They were just, they were just so impressive throughout the year. I also had in my ballot, Mike Loxley. You know, it's easy to generally say that, uh, or it's generally easy to to be an assistant for a talent-rich Alabama, but their offense did go to another level this year, um, even, you know, with the, the talent of Tua. They they never really have had a vertical game like this before. They had lots of home run scores, which is, which is unlike Alabama teams of the past. And I also put Chip Long, Notre Dame's offensive coordinator, the way he worked uh, in book this year. Ah, that's a good one. Um, I went with uh, Brent Venables. As my number one, uh, just because he's responsible for that defense and they were absolutely incredible. Um, number two. Yeah, he didn't. He had a dearth of talent this year, too. Yeah, sure did, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two, I put Don Brown. Um, I know. The did you Ohio watch that Ohio State game, bro? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even with that, they still led the nation in fewest yards given up at 262 and a half. So, and they were without Rashawn Gary for a while. And they still played lights out. But I mean, imagine if you take out that Ohio State game, how far ahead they would be in, in that category. So <laughs> no, I actually had Don Brown second as well. Yeah, he, he was great. He's He's been awesome. And then number three, this is a little bit of a surprise, but I, I put Manny Diaz, hmm. Miami's D coordinator. I mean, the Hurricanes struggled as a team, but it wasn't because of that defense. They were third in the nation in yards per play and second in total yards. I I was kind of surprised when I looked at that. Yeah, but yeah that is a little surprise. defense was legit. Yeah. I uh, actually, my number three was, I want to bring up because he was under the radar, Ryan Walters, first year defensive coordinator at Missouri. He took them from 69th last year defensively, nice. which was was nice, but you, you want to get better than that. 69th again this year. No, it's not true. 23rd, <laughs> 23rd this year. So it's a big jump. They weren't great, but they were a lot better than last year. 20, 23 is pretty great for Missouri. Yeah, it is. It is. The Golden Bro for the Frank Broyles Award goes to Bob Shoup. All right, we had the best assistant coach. Let's move on to the best head coach. Who deserves the Home Debro Award for the head coach of the year? Well, this one's kind of tough because uh, we we have, what, four undefeated teams this year. So there were some, some great coaching jobs that done this year. But I went with Nick Saban. Number one, they were arguably the best team we've seen in the last 20 years. So got to go with him. Uh, number two, Dabo. Clemson was dominant. So got to go with them. And then number three, I put Brian Kelly just for, for going undefeated. Boring. That's- <laughs> no, it is boring, but I, I don't mind it. It's it's the philosophy. Like in the NBA, people are always like, why didn't they just vote Michael Jordan number one every year for MVP? You look back and why did anyone else win it? So Ryan, just giving it to Saban. No, yeah. yeah, it's you're not taking for granted what he's doing. So I'm okay with that. But I went with Mike Leach. You know, everything they went through this offseason, of course, the sad story with uh, with Tyler Holinsky and having to 
break in a new quarterback who before had not shown at East Carolina that he was going to be great. Like he was okay there, but yeah, uh, Mike Leach took him to a whole new level. So he won it for me. That's a, that's a fair pick. But Leach was in my top five. Okay. I, uh, I went Mike Leach as well because what you also, did, I, I agree with what you said, Michael, but also they overcame losing Alex Grinch and Hercules Mata Afa, and they still had a really solid defense. And yeah, they obviously almost won the Pac 12. Also on my list, I put Dino Babers. I mean, who saw Syracuse going nine and three, nearly beating Clemson on the road, and, and they, they were ranked. I mean, they, they did a great job this year. I also had Billy Napier third, my boy. I mean, Saban. This is the best team we've had I, no, he, in our lifetime, almost. Like, I'm not going to take away from Saban. Absolutely, I just kind of wanted to go a little against the grain. I think Saban's overrated. I don't think he's that good. <laughs> <laughs> the Golden Bro for the Home D Bro Award goes to Mike Leach. Wazoo, cleaning up. Yeah. Wow. Who would have thunk? What was 2018's Game of the Year? So the one with the most stakes was Alabama and Georgia. Sure. SEC Championship. And it was an amazing game. But had to go with LSU, Texas A&M, 74-72, to seven overtimes, most points scored in FBS history. And it was two good teams. So yep. easy choice for me. Yeah, that one was... Uh obviously the number one um and i had number two alabama georgia that was just a great game um but then to my number three uh i i put stanford oregon the overtime game where stanford won 38 31 at the time you know both teams were undefeated huge game and oregon was dominating that game they were driving late in the third quarter uh they were about to go up 31 to 7 they were up 24 7 and then they fumbled it and stanford got a touchdown on their fumble and cut it to 10 and they had another another opportunity where they scored a touchdown where they're up ten with like three and a half minutes or something like that, and they had they were still well in control, but somehow they managed to blow it, and that one was a maybe the most devastating loss of the year for anybody. I saw that on your list after I'd already filled out my ballot, and I honestly forgot about that game. But that right? was that was an incredible game. Yeah, it was. That was, was nuts. Ryan. You you and I had the exact same. Three. Oh, really? We, wow. We, we matched it. But yeah, that SEC championship was just so fun to watch just because it was such a high quality game. And, yeah. and Georgia clearly played like a, a top four team in that one. But, uh, but that was fun. There's definitely a lot of good candidates. I mean, there, I, the Red River rivalry was up there for me. Yeah. Ooh, well said, Ryan. Well said. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Ohio State had a couple where they, Ohio State, Penn State, that was on my ballot. At Maryland. Um, Think of their game at Maryland. Yeah, true, true. Uh, I mean, Oklahoma had a, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Texas Tech, Oklahoma Army, West Virginia. Yeah, it was, West Virginia. Yeah, they yeah. had a ton of. It was close every, games. a ton. So, yep. The Golden Bro for the game of the year goes to LSU at Texas A and M. All right, we have come to the most prestigious award of the night. Who should take home the highly coveted Heisbro Award for the nation's most outstanding player? Oh, I thought it was the biggest douche in the universe. Oh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> nice South Park reference, though. <laughs> yeah. You can take that award, Ryan. <laughs> so if if you haven't already guessed, it, it was Kyler Murray. Uh, he, he just they put up those gaudy, gaudy stats. He was, he was fun to watch. And no matter the game, he performed. Uh, I also had Tua 
Tua up there as well. But and maybe if he played in the fourth quarter in more of the games, if Alabama wasn't so dominant, he might have put up some more stats to to get him over the top. Yep. But uh, you know what's funny about the actual Heisman ceremony? The Heisman? I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but Kyler's dad looked completely disinterested so many times. It was so funny. He tried to be just like a baller right there. Well, he probably... did that during the games, too. If they, would, they'd show him during, you know, while Kyler's playing, they'd show him in the stands. And he's just he, like, had, uh, he had some swagger. That's pretty funny. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, I went Kyler. By the way, speaking of the of the Heisman ceremony, I, I am familiar with it. Um, <laughs> we we talked last at the end of last episode in the questionable finish. We talked about when the last time we cried was, and when Kyler Murray was giving his his acceptance speech, which was awesome. Yeah, by the way, gotta love Kyler Murray. Uh, but when he started thanking Lincoln Riley, and he started getting teary eyed, and then Lincoln Riley started getting teary eyed. Michael started getting teary eyed. Oh no! <laughs> for real, for real. I was by myself wow. too. I could have let it. I could have let loose and cried, but I just wow. I left it. Just just misty eyed was all. Wow! Wow! I, it got to me. It got to me. Okay. Um, and I went with Kyler Murray. Yeah. Yep. Same here. Kyler Tua, and then uh, third I put Dwayne Dwayne Haskins. So yeah, obvious. The prestigious Heisbro Award goes to Kyler Murray. We're going to have to put a cap on uh, how many awards you can win. <laughs> yeah, he's won three. Oklahoma has won two more besides that. So we'll get creative I mean, maybe a little bit with different awards next year. Yeah. Well, it's just hard when they're, they were had one of the best seasons ever. But yeah, I agree. True. I agree, Ryan. We do have some creative awards coming up. So good point. Be on the lookout Yeah, on this podcast. Don't be on the lookout. Just don't press stop. Yeah, on just your, keep listening. <laughs> just literally do nothing and they will be in your ears. <laughs> Who deserves the award for the honorary fourth bro? Okay, so we have a lot of honorable mentions for this one because I wanna I wanna give some credit to everyone who has, you know, interacted with us a lot on Twitter, Facebook, or left a voicemail this season. So I have a long list here, guys, so bear with me. Um oh, but I'm actually okay, I'm gonna make it fun. So I'm gonna put it's a very long list, but I'm gonna put four fake names of people. Okay. And you have to when I list it, you gotta be like, wait a sec, that that was fake. Well, okay, you guys are you you guys have more of an advantage. I'm not as much as active on the social media as you guys are. All right. Well, let's you give it a shot. <laughs> okay. So shout out to Kimmy Lynn and Mark, Braden Hodges and his evil brother Ty, David Lloyd, Rutgers Todd, Rutgers Willie, Gam Gam, Andrew Tay. Okay, you already missed Gam Gam. That was a fake one. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, Beth Moens, a.k.a. our cousin Nate, our cousin JT, USC Susan, Mom, Dad, Stone Cold Drew Locks, Jesse, Chris, Nick Rodriguez, Trey Sucks, Sean Winnett. <laughs> okay. What the what? hell? What? <laughs> I'm not going to say it. You thought Nick Rodriguez was fake? Trey does not suck. Oh, well, he, I, I can't, I'm not going to comment on that, but that was a real one. I'm sorry. So he's very active on Twitter and talks to us all the time. Um, Sean Winnett, Buddy Hawkeye, Bubman5, Fell Knight, Dave from San Diego, Romo, Noah, Hamilton, Caleb Jacobs, The J, Shane, Lee, Stephen Hamner, Frank Mort, Aaron Mort. This is a lot more than I thought. Andrew Percival, Art Sitkowski, Mitchell, the NIU Art fan. Sikowski. Yeah, Art Sikowski is not a listener. I hope he's not, for his sake. Yeah. Okay, you got that one. Yeah. Hayden, the Aggie. Did I say Mitchell, the NIU fan? Bobo, 
C.E. Hildebrand, You Are Looking Live, Travis Brown, Sal of Troy, Daniel Powell, Land Grant Trophy, Yeehan Alla 04, Brett Larder, and... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that one's getting bleeped, and that was fake. So that's it. How, did you tally it? How many of those were, Mike? How many of that? No, I didn't. I didn't. All right. Well, it's a lot. We do appreciate it. So that was. Yeah, we do. People, we really. Yeah. I mean, and all those people interact. We, we. It's awesome. We're very happy with, you know, the growth in listeners this year, and we appreciate everyone who interacts yeah, with us a lot more. But uh, we got to get to the winner. The winner of the honorary fourth bro. Yeah, and it's the winner of the Yahoo College Pick'em League, of course. The Golden Bro for the honorary fourth bro goes to. Rick Saban. Congratulations, Rick. Congrats. Can't wait to see you on Christmas, Rick. <laughs> what? We're not doing gifts this year, the bros. So. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Because he's a fourth bro, Ryan. Come on. You know what? After, it took me a, f- a few seconds to get that one, and then I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, damn. All right. As promised, here is your personal congratulations from the one and only Beth Moens. Hey, bros. It's me, Beth Moens. It's an honor to be on the Golden Bros episode. Can't wait to hear how many awards I win. But I just wanted to call in and give my personal congratulations to Rick Saban for his first place finish in the Pick'em League. That's almost as impressive as Nathan Stanley's season for the Hawkeyes. Well done. Let's see if you can back it up in the Bowl Mania pool. Presented by Capital One. See you, bros. <laughs> Thank you very Nate. much, Beth Moens. We really appreciate it. <laughs> Having a celebrity on the podcast has been amazing this year. Beth. <laughs> And I hope to see you in our be- our bowl mania pool, Beth. Um, but let's close out the episode, not with a questionable finish, but some rapid fire awards. So, Ryan, get us started. Sure. All right. I like this one. This is the, uh, the punching bag award, uh, which goes to the player who took the most criticism from the bros this year. So a couple of honorable mentions. We had uh, Alex Hornibrook, who very easily could have won this award, um, and Clayton Thorson. <laughs> Uh, but the winner is Art Sitkowski. Rutgers. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, he took he took a beating this year. Yeah, poor guy. Fellow lefty. He's lefty, right? I don't know. <laughs> I you know what? Maybe maybe he he might throw left handed, but I think he's a righty, judging on the results. <laughs> maybe so. Alright, next I've got the class act award. Some of the nominees were Jalen Hurts for being a good teammate, Dave Colossen for visiting a Syracuse player in the hospital, Tennessee football offering free tickets for hurricane evacuees, but the clear winner is Stone Cold Drew Locks. He could have easily accepted the fourth bro award for winning the season pick contest, and we wouldn't have had we wouldn't we wouldn't have thought twice, but he stayed in the loop. Realized that Rick Saban had a commanding lead, but happened to miss a week of picks. So he actually, Stone Cold Drew Locks actually edged Rick Saban and won, but he emailed the bros saying he wouldn't feel right to take it and insisted we give the title to Rick Saban. Classy gesture, unnecessary, but appreciated. And it's it's cool to see in today's world. <laughs> yeah, a <laughs> little, little light in the, in the world we live in. Uh, congratulations, Stone Cold Drew Locks. My next award here, our next award here, is Fan Meme of the Year. Some of the nominees were UCF Stair Kid and then the girls who yelled the F word in the SEC Championship game. But there was a cool, a clear winner here. 
annoyed LSU girl. You you were a little yeah. I was a little I was a little contrarian with her. Yeah. I was it was a little bit too contrived yeah. for me. But you know what? I'm a hater. I need to shut up. Agreed. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to our next award here. We've got the Diaper Dandy. So this award goes to the best true freshman of the year. Um, and I went with Rondell Moore. Um, he had, like we already said, he had over 100 catches, 1,100 yards, and 12 touchdowns. He was their offense. And he was great on the ground, too. Had a couple hundred yards there, too. So... But you could have said some other guys. Trevor Lawrence obviously had a great year for Clemson. Um, and then another guy, Cade Mays, you know, give some credit to an offensive lineman for Georgia. He was he had a great year too. So Ryan, you you said the winner before I got to do the drum roll. So can we Rondell Moore. <laughs> that was great. Wow. I didn't know what you were gonna say. Didn't so. see that one coming. I mean that's fantastic. Uh, okay, Trey. All right. I'm going to present the best stat line of the year. Some of the nominees were Kyler Murray against Baylor, 17-21, to 432 and six touchdowns. Also had 45 yards and a score on the ground. Alan Bowman, 605 yards and five touchdowns against Houston. Gardner Minshew, 473 and seven touchdowns against Arizona. But the golden bro, the golden bro, the golden bro <laughs> for best stat line goes to Dwayne Haskins against Michigan. One of the best defenses in the country. He was 20 of 31 for 396 yards and a staggering six touchdowns. I was thinking maybe, you remember that, uh, what was it, the, the Torero game? Ooh. What was the San Diego? Ooh, if we were uh, going FCS, yeah. that would have been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would have been the best box score. Let's, hey, another award. The best box go. score of the year goes to... Terreros. The USD Terreros. The University of San Diego. Against? Davidson, Against, wasn't it? Yeah. Davidson. Mm. There you go. There was an award on the fly. <laughs> uh, last award. Last award. This is actually my favorite award. The worst stat line of the year. Honorable mentions. Kenny Pickett against Clemson. Four of 16, eight yards and a pick. Kai Loxley of UTEP against Western Kentucky was one for nine with two yards and three interceptions. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Other honorable mentions. Art Sitkowski against Kansas. Seven of 19 for 47 yards and three interceptions. Art Sitkowski <laughs> against Penn State, three of seven for 18 yards and two interceptions. Stop, stop. But the winner, <laughs> the winner is Art Sitkowski <laughs> against oh, no. Maryland, two of 16 for eight yards and four interceptions. Oh, wow. I, I mean, that's wow. I, there, was, there were more Art Sitkowski games I could have brought up too, but... I know, and that's why I said stop, please. <laughs> okay. We, Rutgers done, fans are tortured enough. Oh, if and if listeners don't know, Arch Sikowski plays for Rutgers. I don't know if we ever mentioned that, but <laughs> yeah. Uh okay, well, thanks for listening to the Golden Bro Awards. Uh again, remember to join our ESPN Bowl Mania pool. It's called our group name is College Football Bros Pod. And be on the lookout very soon for our first bowl preview episode. We've got some games coming up this Saturday, guys, so our goal is to preview every bowl game this offseason. Well, it's, I guess it's but not it the But it does off-season. not include the Trojans or the Huskers. 
Very sad. Very sad. Yeah. But so too bad for us. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. <laughs> Maybe next year. <laughs> I would think. I would hopefully next year. Oh, yeah, I might hope so. Uh, we will talk to you soon. You've been listening to the College Football Bros. If you have any questions for the next podcast, email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com. To keep up with the brothers on social media, like them on Facebook at College Football Bros. Follow them on Instagram at College Football Bros. And for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening.